Hey everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the youth and family pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield, and I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. Perhaps it's your first time with us. If it is, welcome. We're glad you're here, and I just want you to know that here at Cornerstone, we're reading through the entire Bible in two years. And so perhaps you want to join us in the journey. We would love that, and we encourage you to do so. It's a great way for you to read the Bible in a community and converse over the Bible uh, through the Version Bible app. So click the link, join us today, and uh, we find ourselves in two books, one in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. We're in the book of Exodus, and we're in the Gospel of Luke. Today I'm going to camp us out in uh, the book of Exodus, and we're in chapter 20. Now, Exodus 20 might ring a bell with some of you if you've grown up in church or you've read the Bible a little bit. Uh, you know this is the chapter in which God gives Moses and the people of Israel uh, the Ten Commandments. And so we get these ten laws, and these laws have a purpose. Uh, not only to keep us from sinning, but they also, when we do sin, they reveal our sin. They help us to know that we are uh, not in line with God's will and to turn and to repent, right? But do you know what I always find interesting? Whenever I read Exodus 20 and I, and I see the Ten Commandments, I don't know about you, but I go, these are really just common sense. Like, if our world followed these ten things, uh, I think we'd be okay. And, and it's amazing just how much they simply make sense. And they're not really this big list of uh, hard-to-follow rules. They're kind of common sense. So let's just take a quick look at these uh, Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20. In verse 3, God starts with this one. He says, you shall have no other gods before me. Well, that makes sense for a, a people that wants to follow the one true God. They wouldn't have any other gods before him. Uh, verse 4, you shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. So God doesn't want them worshiping any sort of image, uh, whether they can see it's a physically or it's a figurative idol uh, that they're following in life or that we're following in life. Uh, they're to worship the one true God. Verse verse 7, we continue with commandment number 3. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. This word vain simply means you shall not empty the Lord's name. Uh, it, it is a name of, of, of great value and worth and, and, and honor, w worthy of honor and respect. And so we don't want to empty uh, God's name at all. Verse 8, remember the Sabbath day. To keep it holy. God's given us this day for rest. I love how Jesus talks about it in the New Testament. He says, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. This is a gift to us. It's something that I need to work on. I struggle with the Sabbath sometimes. Then we jump down to verse 12. God says, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So this is where we start uh, in the commandments, transitioning from four commandments that really have to do with loving God to now six commandments that have to do with loving people, okay? And, and and Jesus summarizes them up in the New Testament as loving God, loving people, right? So we honor your father and mother. That makes sense. Verse 13, you shall not murder. I think that makes sense. Verse 14, you shall not commit adultery. Verse six, uh, verse 15, you shall not steal. Both those, I think they make sense to make life go well. Verse 16, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Don't lie. Verse 17, you shall not cover your neighbor's house. You shall not cover your neighbor's wife or his male servant, his female servant, his ox, his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. So some of those things may not apply to us today, but there are things that your neighbor has um, that, that you may covet. God says, don't do that. It's not going to turn out well. And and so he, he ends with this and, and, and lets them know these Ten Commandments. And, and I just go, man, what happened? <laughs> 
that, that God needed to spell these types of things out? Because you look at that list of ten, the four that really have to do with loving God, the six that have to do with loving people, and you go, man, that's just common sense. Well, the simple answer is a three-letter word that starts with S, ends with N, has an I in the middle. Sin, right? I mean, all the way back in the Garden of Eden, God gives Adam one command. You can you can enjoy this entire earth. You can enjoy this this garden I've given you, and work and enjoy it, and and eat from from every tree that bears fruit. But just He gives them one command: stay away from this one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. <laughs> and what do Adam and Eve do? They eat of the one tree, and sin enters. And it's amazing how when sin enters, uh, common sense really goes away. <laughs> Uh, the desire uh, to, to really think through our actions, our words, before we do something and before we say something, and, and, and our propensity for us to not love God and to hurt people instead of love them, it's incredible. And so it necessitates God going, hey guys, please follow these things, and you'll find out that life can be pretty good. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Well, friends, fortunately, God again delivers us and he gives us and sends us Jesus Christ who can come into our life and by his spirit dwells within us and can help us to follow these common sense things, to love him first, to love others second, and uh, to enjoy the life that he's intended for us to enjoy. Have a great day, friends. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.